Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games and sports? Well, I have tremendous news for you. Our partners at Bet Online, they continue to get it done as the number one source for all your basketball betting needs this season. We're talking latest odds, matchup info, player nudes, and games trends. And you know what? As your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online also features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. NHL, NBA, NFL, MLB when it comes back, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf. I can go all in on this, on and on and on uh, with Bet Online. So make sure that you do this. Go on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. It's that simple. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V. You'll get your rewards, 100% welcome bonus. Get it going now with Bet Online. Make your first bet. It's where the game starts. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that My Hot Tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's My Hot Tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter is brought to you by Burn Dairy, Welch & Company Jewelers, Maple Down Senior Living Community, and our great friends over at the Allen Angus Pub. Hey, what a great gift to grab a gift card from the Allen Angus Pub for your loved one this holiday season. Visit allenanguspub.com for more. Stop by Harrison Street in downtown Syracuse. Look, there's Crunch Hockey. There's SU basketball. There's concerts and events. There's everything going on during the holiday season. Make sure you stop in before and after your events. I'm telling you, the best Darren Angus burger in town. It's amazing. And, and I'll give you a little sneak sneak hint. Try the toasted ravioli as an appetizer as well. Homemade soups, homemade salads, you name it. It's all there 
at the Allen Angus Pub. Let them cater your holiday lunch as well at your business office. The Allen Angus Pub is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Camilla's Golf Club, Ken's Auto Detailing, and our great, great friends over at Prestwick Golf. Make sure you get your golf clubs regripped this offseason with my guy Ed and his team. They do the best work if you're in and around central New York. And honestly, it's really worth it to travel uh, as well. So Thanksgiving week is kind of a weird week, right? I mean, you've got, um, it's kind of a short week for a lot of people. Um, I remember during the holiday season, Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, when I used to work in radio, and there would be like five people in the entire office. And it'd be like two DJs, me, an engineer, and like a janitor, you know? And that was like, that was it, right? Um and so I would just be working around the clock and I'd see everybody take like their holiday vacay and you're like, oh my goodness, people leaving early. And they were just like, oh my gosh, I have to do a show till six and this and that. So I've learned since I left radio uh, locally about five years ago to just kind of peel back during the holiday season because I have the ability to do so. And you're not going to get a hold of a lot of people anyway. If you're working in sales, you're just not. Um, you got to got to pick and choose, you know, a little bit before Thanksgiving and then right before the end of the year, if they're doing annuals, all that kind of stuff. So I've just kind of peeled back a little bit more than what I, what I was able to do, you know, back in radio when it was just working still around the clock all the time. And there's always games going on too. Um, I'm still at a lot of the SU games, but I'm, I'm not there in the capacity that I once was hosting post games and all that. Uh, I string for ESPN, do stats, make a lot more money and I take off and, um, and that's it. So uh, you know, I don't have to stay for those ridiculous Jim Beheim press conferences. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a different world. So having said that and getting that out in the open, um, I wanted to kind of give, uh, people my, uh, overall kind of look at the rest of the week. I had Steve Rivera on the program yesterday to talk about his new book on Lute Olson. And then I'm going to do a combination show here for Wednesday, today, um, it's going to be an NFL Week 11 recap and a Week 12 preview, all roped in one, because tomorrow we have football already, folks. It's Thanksgiving football. It's earlier than normal. It's not just a Thursday night football game. It starts right away with the Detroit Lions hosting the Buffalo Bills. The Bills were just in Detroit. Now they're back in Detroit, and um, you know, now they're taking on the Lions. So we've got a lot of football tomorrow and, and then throughout, obviously, the uh, you know the Sunday and, and Monday night football and all that. And then I'm going to play a couple of archived episodes for you. Uh, Mike Krzyzewski, biographer Ian O'Connor, on Thursday, Thanksgiving, tomorrow. Uh, Black Friday, it'll be 30 for 30. Tuck Rule director Ken Rogers. Uh, those will be archived episodes, and then we'll loop around and we'll have fresh shows for you next week. So let's get into Week 11 uh, in the NFL uh, as I record this, actually, um, you know, Arizona and San Fran is actually not uh, not finished yet. So I'm going to go back to Thursday night. And, and really, the, before I even do that, 49ers, Cardinals, I mean, for, the 49ers, a lot of people think, you know, they're the sexy team, the pick to go, you know, to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Uh, I don't know yet, you know. I don't know yet. Um, they haven't shown me enough. They're not getting enough out of Jimmy G yet. I love their defense, love the roster. Uh, Cardinals are just a complete another clown show. Uh, every game, you just can't trust them. But then, you know what? They're home, and I'm like, oh, it's the NFL. It's weird. So I took a shot, and I picked them in my pick So we'll see how that goes. Uh, back to last Thursday with the NFL Week 11 recap brought to you by Burn Dairy and our great friends over 
at Stanley Law Offices. The Titans beat the Packers 27-17. Very easy win, in my opinion, for the Titans because the Packers don't have a lot of firepower. It was basically, and I inserted him into my fantasy unit, uh, Christian Watson for the Packers because I was riding the hot hand there, and Rodgers hit him a couple of times. I got almost 20 fantasy points. was thrilled with that. Uh, but it just isn't enough. I mean, it's just Rodgers to Watson is not enough. And the Titans get 27 points. They run Derrick Henry. They they work off the play action. Ryan Tannehill was extremely, extremely accurate and efficient. 22 of 27 for 333 and two touchdowns. And hey, don't look now. But the Tennessee Titans are 7-3. and three, And all Mike Vrabel does is win, win, win no matter what. And I got news for you. The A.J. Brown trade where they were getting murdered for that earlier in the year. Doesn't look as bad now, does it? Because they traded him, they get some capital, and now Traylon Burks for the Titans, the youngster, the rookie out of Arkansas, the first-round pick at number 18 overall, he's having a heck of a last uh, you know, couple of game run here, and he had 100-plus yards in this game. He was the favorite of Ryan Tannehill. The Titans are all of a sudden dangerous. The Falcons beat the Bears 27-24. to uh, This was a really weird game. It was an odd game uh, from, a, from the standpoint that you just didn't know what Justin Fields was going to give you, and I think that that's where I kind of was, you know, I didn't know who to pick in this one because of that. Uh, a road game, uh, every game out, you know, he's got to save their bacon quite a bit, and I never trust the Atlanta Falcons, but the key game was obviously uh, Jalen Hawkins. He iced the game for the Falcons with that INT. Uh, you know, the, the the Bears led all the statistical categories, man. Fields through the air, fields on the ground, Montgomery uh, receiving it, but it wasn't enough. They lose by three to the Falcons, 27-24. to And again, if Justin Fields is hurt for the Jets this week, and there's been talk about how he's been banged up enough to not play, uh, I, I think if you're the Bears, you're 3-8 and eight at this point, 3-8, and eight, and you're out of the playoff picture. This was the absolute last stand for the Bears. Do not play Justin Fields against the Jets if he is, in fact, hurt. All right, let's keep ripping through some of these games here. We've got Eagles beat the Colts. They had to come back to do it. Um, the key play in this game was, you know, Jalen Hurts going back and just reading a broken defense, and they basically, like, cleared the way, and he just ran up the middle and scored. Um, this was a game that was a tough swallow for the Colts because I thought that they really outplayed them and they played great defense. It was that old vintage Colts defense shutting down the opposition, keeping their team in it. Jonathan Taylor, uh, you know, has been running great lately. Um, you know, he was slowed down a little bit by the Eagles' D, which is also very, very good, even though they're missing a couple of pieces. Um, but, man, like the Colts, they kind of let one get away here. I mean, they're home. You know, they're now 4-6-1. and one. The record looks a lot different. You know, if you're five, five and one, right? I think, um, and uh, it would have been nice to have gotten the win. You know, and, and they would have stayed a heck of a lot more active in terms of in the hunt and the playoff picture. When you look back at this game, I mean, they were up, uh, gosh, they were up thirteen to three going into the fourth quarter, and the Eagles outscored them fourteen to three. So, uh, time for the Colts to hit the reset button, but. Uh, their, their games are now must win. I mean, we're, we're almost into December here, right? We're, this is the last kind of the, 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 the next leg of the season is to kind of figure out exactly who's who, um, you know, where teams are going, positioning for playoffs, not playoffs, NFL draft, uh, what seeding, all that kind of stuff. And I think that when you look at this team and the Colts, they have really got to figure a few things out. I think the Eagles are really, really good, but I think they're extremely vulnerable. By the way, they're also a very good road team. Um, not that... They may need to do that unless they have to go at like a Minnesota or at 
someone else um, because they'll probably get the home field advantage. But they are 5-0 and on the road. Not a bad stat there. Brutal, brutal, brutal game. Jets and Patriots. Zach Wilson at the end of the game saying that, um, you know, he was asked by a reporter, you know, if the offense let him down, and he said no. Okay, cool, dude. You guys scored one field goal. You were horrific in this game. And the Patriots, classic Bill Belichick, man. Drag them out. Two bad quarterbacks. Not a ton of playmakers. No problem. We're going to absolutely beat you to a pulp. And then we're going to make that one play, whether it's defense or special teams, and we're going to beat you. Well, in the final seconds, Marcus Jones, he did just that. 84-yard punt return, and the Pats get the win, 10-3. to And that was a huge win because now both teams are 6-4. and And actually, if you're a Bills fan, you're happy to see that too because if the Jets had won, they would have been 7-3. and And with the head-to-head tiebreaker, they would be ahead of Buffalo. Now they're behind the Bills because the Bills won, and we'll get to them in a minute. Saints beat the Rams 27 to 20. Matt Stafford now in concussion protocol. And really the Rams are a hot mess. I mean, I know they won a Super Bowl last year and that's cute, but uh, this year, as far as the here and now, and, and trust me, I'd trade the farm if I could get a Super Bowl and not make the playoffs the, the year after I, I'd have my Super Bowl as a fan. And we all know how hard it is to get there and win one. Um, but they're a hot mess right now. And the story in this game for me is just how good Chris Olave is. I mean, he is exposing defenses, his route running, his hands, his footwork. He is tremendous. That 52-yard touchdown to extend the Saints' lead was absolutely a thing of beauty. The New Orleans Saints are 4-7. and seven. Uh, I don't like Dennis Allen as a coach, and I think he's fouling him. Um, I think they need to go out and hire a real big boy head coach, and they got to figure out the quarterback position. If they can do those two things, the two necessities in the NFL, right, number one and number two, I mean, that's that's it. Uh, the Saints can get back a little bit, but until they uh, change head coaches, I'm not sure. They play hard every game. I guess you could say that about Dennis Allen. Um, you know, and the defense has been still uh, pretty solid overall. Uh, Alave, they've, 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 they've made some great draft picks, but, um, you know, they're not going to be a playoff team, and that's something that the New Orleans Saints are not accustomed to. That's all there is to it. Lions beat the Giants 31-18. to I picked this game in my pick because I really think the Giants are going to start to get exposed because of the DNA of the offense and the way they work. If Saquon Barkley cannot get out in space with gap schemes and zone blocks and all the things that they mix and match with on offense, the Giants are going to struggle to get into short yarded situations. And Daniel Jones is not good at third and long. The, the offense gets off the field quickly. The defense is left out there forever. And, and that's it, right? I mean, Jackson ran the ball well for Detroit. Um, you know, I, I thought uh, DeAndre Swift... Uh, it just continues to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, they've got a real big-time uh, uh, collection here of running backs in terms of Justin Jackson, Jamal Williams, and DeAndre Swift. They ran it for 160 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, a couple other guys had some cheap yardage, but uh, that really set the tone where Jared Goff did not have to do a ton. And I think this team, this Detroit team, they're starting to catch some fire, and this is the team that we thought we were going to see this year. Remember, I, I had done a lot of podcasts on this stuff, where, you know, the Lions this year, there was a moment there where they were 1-6, and six and you're like, oh, I thought Dan Campbell's team, they play hard for them. They're going to be better this year than last year. You know, last year they were the best, worst record team in the NFL. And, well, guess what? Since they've been 1-6, and six, okay, they've won three games in a row. They're 4-6 and six now, albeit against the Packers at home at Bears at, Lions, at Giants. But, again, this is the Lions, okay? They've got the Bills. They've got the Jaguars at home, Vikings at home, at Jets, at Panthers, home for the Bears, at Green Bay. I mean, could Detroit make a playoff push here in the week NFC? I think it's possible. I really do. 
Great win for the Lions on the road at MetLife against the New York football Giants. And again, I think the Giants are going to start to fall a little bit here. When you look at their schedule coming up, it's quite daunting, if I may say so myself, man. At Dallas, Washington, Philly, at Washington, um, at Minnesota, Indy at home, at Philadelphia. Woo! I mean, the division games, one, two, three, four, five division games left. That is brutal. And when you look at the... Um, when you look at the situation uh, on Thanksgiving, you know, quick little turnaround here, a quick week. You know, they turn right around tomorrow and they play the Cowboys on the road. So I think they're going to get exposed, and I think the Giants are going to be in danger of missing the playoffs. And I know that's crazy to say because they're 7-3 and three and Giants fans are But the schedule, we're going to learn a lot in the next couple of games, man, if they're going to hang in there or not, you know. Um, very well could go 500 the rest of the way and make the playoffs, and I'm an idiot, but... I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna fall. And I'm not saying they're gonna miss the playoffs. I'm saying, like, just frankly, that they could be in danger of missing the playoffs. Uh, Ravens beat the Panthers. This game was awful. This game was almost as as bad as uh, 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 Jets Patriots. Um, I think when you when you look at the Ravens, it was just kind of a matter of, okay, when's Lamar gonna make a play? And and he did. You know, uh, a couple of them late, right? And then he ran it in for for one yard, and and, and that kind of sealed the deal. Uh, just one of those games, you know, Ravens, physical team, uh, they have Lamar Jackson, they were home, and the Panthers weren't home, and they don't have Lamar Jackson. That, I mean, that's why Baltimore won the game. Commanders beat the Texans 23-10. I got news for you. They're getting Chase Young back. Their offense is starting to really catch fire. I mean, you can tell that they play differently with Taylor Heineke, and Antonio Gibson running it, Brian Robinson running it, Curtis Samuel is a weapon. Um They've got red zone guys in, in terms of uh, running backs and receivers. Uh, their defense is lights out. Uh, I had them in my fantasy, and they gave me a bundle of points. Um, you know, when you look at what they did, they had five sacks in this game. They had two interceptions. Kendall Fuller did a pick six right early in the game. Uh, you know, Derek Forrest had the other one. They were all over the place, ball hawking, swarming. And I know, I know the Texans are horrendous in playing uh, for the number one pick, most likely in the draft. But good grief, from Fuller to Davis to McCann to Allen. I mean, the, the guys up front are absolutely just terrific. You know, they're big, mobile guys in terms of, um, you know, Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat and company. And, and I just, their defense right now is ferocious. And they are getting who back? Chase Young back. Yep. Washington can make a playoff push. There's no question about that. They get the big win over the Texans, and I say big because they're all big in the NFL. I know the Texans blow, but you know what? you gotta you got to play your schedule and you got to beat your teams. Uh, before I get to the slew of other games here on the docket, um, I definitely want to tell you about my friends over at Burton Ace Hardware. Make sure you stop by Burton Ace Hardware for all of your needs inside and outside your home, including home and decor. They've got that the, the holiday setup going on. they got the uh, the pizza ovens, and they've got your grills and everything in between. So make sure that you head on over to Burton Ace Hardware. They've got all your nuts and bolts, toilet seats, you name it, cabinets, uh, uh, shelving. They've got everything over at Burton Ace Hardware. Route 11 in Burton, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. I'm going to get to Bills, Browns, and the rest of the games coming up. But first, this. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review, and hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports, and of course on YouTube, Mike L Sports. Subscribe to the channel and like all of my videos. Bills beat the Browns thirty-one to twenty-three. Just a terrific, terrific all-around game for the Bills. Josh Allen was struggling uh, in this game quite a bit. Um, 
you know, I think what, what, what happens sometimes is, um, you know, quarterbacks go through their own lulls, defenses start to figure them out, tape is out there, blah, 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 and Allen has, you know, kind of resorted back to his, you know, hero ball ways and, you know, sugar high Josh and all those nicknames that we hear uh, about him. And all of a sudden, at the end of the second quarter, the Bills, you know, they're driving down, they're down 10-6, they needed something, they're in the red zone, they had an 11-play, 78-yard drive, 140, uh, capped by the Stephon Diggs catch that was a laser from Josh Allen, he allowed Diggs to go around the back of the end zone, the corner, you know, just froze, didn't go to the to the other side, thought maybe he had some safety help there, and Diggs just kept running, running, and that was it, there was a little bit of a... Um, I don't want to say argument, but a little bit of a, a, a conversation between McDermott and Diggs. Uh, Diggs was getting pissed that he wasn't getting the ball on the sideline. We've heard that song and dance before from his days in Minnesota. Um, you know, frustrated with Josh Allen, perhaps, or something else with the coaching. I don't know. Um, but the Bills, the story in this game was, well, two stories. One, the Bills in parts of Buffalo, you had over five feet, six feet of snow. I mean, Hamburg had almost seven feet of snow. So you had a really weird week. You didn't practice much. You had to get in Detroit late. Um, you know, you have a short week going back to Detroit. So this was just one of those games where, okay, let's get through this thing. Cleveland kind of does what they they do, right? I mean, they 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 just kind of there's not a lot to them. Um, it's Nick Chubb. They stop Nick Chubb, and Jacoby Brissett is solid. He's an athlete and all the rest, but he's not going to go out and win you a game and put up 30-plus points. It's just not going to do that. So the Bills had to kind of hold serve, and they threw out a balanced offense at Cleveland. Six field goals for Tyler Bass were were very helpful in this game, especially when they had the red zone issues again, which they've got to clean up. Josh Allen has really got to still work on his game quite a bit, but they took the ball out of his hands. The second half, they did not abandon the run. Smart because of Dorsey probably reading the Browns on tape. They're a terrible run defense like the Bills are for that matter, although in this game they were not. They shut down Chubb and Kareem Hunt for that matter, and the Bills ran for 171 yards. I thought Dawson Knox had a great game. I thought Gabe Davis had a great game. Uh, Stephon Diggs, four catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Wasn't a great game, but an effective game because he scored a touchdown. So the Bills just played an overall blended uh, game. And I thought tremendous efforts out of a couple of guys on defense. Taron Johnson uh, got burned on some plays early, but then he really tightened things up. Matt Milano was a monster. 12 total tackles. Eight were solo. Tyrell Dodson in there for Tremaine Edmonds. He's going to have to get in there again against Detroit because it looks like Edmonds isn't going to be ready for tomorrow's game uh, in Detroit. 13 total tackles. Nine were solo. Bills only had one sack, of course, and no interceptions, but they played just an overall sound game stopping the run and tackling and all the rest, and that's why they got the job done. 31-23, the Bills get back in the wing column. Bills fans can take a breath for at least uh, a little bit longer here until we get to Turkey Day against the Detroit Lions. All right, moving on, some other games. Ravens, uh, hang on, I already did the Ravens. Let's move down to Raiders beat the Broncos. This was a pretty brutal game. Uh, Two bad teams, AFC West, disappointing teams. I thought both these teams had a great shot at the playoffs. Uh, they go to overtime. So many mistakes by both teams, but it came down to the Raiders have Devontae Adams. And he caught, um, he's on my fantasy team as well, so thank you. Uh, seven catches, 141 yards, and two touchdowns. Just completely blown coverage by the Broncos. In fact, it looked like they had double coverage working, and, and they were kind of like going chase and chase and chase, and then both of them like left them. It, it was like super weird. But Adams catches the touchdown, and the Raiders get it done 22-16. These two teams 
are going absolutely nowhere at 3-7. and seven. Cowboys stomped on the Vikings 40-3. Good grief. Minnesota didn't even get into the end zone at home, and it was just an overall powerful performance by Dallas. Prescott, Pollard, uh, they, they had a ton of offense going in this game. The Cowboys' defense, you know, they continue to be just a ferocious unit. Micah Parsons, two sacks. Uh, they had seven sacks total. Uh, the Dallas defense is a scary unit, and this team is 7-3, and three, and all of a sudden now here they're breathing down the neck of the Philadelphia Eagles. Great win for Dallas on the road. Bengals beat the Steelers 37-30. to I should have listened to many people out there, including Colin Coward, uh, when I was picking this game. One team had Joe Burrow and the other one didn't, and Burrow went 24-39 for 355 yards and four touchdowns. Higgins was fantastic catching it. Pittsburgh, you know, they hung in there. They they, they, they threw a lot of punches back, but it just wasn't enough. And, uh, you know, Perrine crossed the goal line for uh, his third TD of the game. He had an awesome game, and Cincinnati gets a much-needed win at 6-4 and four against a division rival. And don't look now. I think Cincinnati could catch some fire uh, from now to the end of the year as well. They are the defending AFC champions, of course. Uh, finally, I mean, come on. Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, was there any doubt? You know, seriously, was there any doubt in this game? Did you ever for one second think when you're watching this game, right, that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to blow the game, right? The Chargers score with 146 to go. It's 27 to 23, and you're like, okay. Patrick Mahomes has a minute 46 left. Sure enough, Six plays, 75 yards, minute and 15. Boom, Travis Kelsey for the hat trick, as Mike Tirico said. 17-yard pass from Mahomes. That's that, and the Chiefs get it done. The Chiefs right now are the best team in the NFL. They're 8-2. and two. The offense is humming along like crazy. They had some unbelievable, I mean, this Isaiah Pacheco dude, fast as hell. 15 carries, 107 yards, and, uh, you know, McKinnon uh, and, and Mahomes in a layer, yeah, a little bit of yards here and there. But Mahomes was super efficient, man. 20 of 34 for 329 and three touchdowns. Rating of 120.8. QBR of 78.6. Kelsey, Watson, Moore, Fortson, Valdez, Scantling, Gray. They all caught passes. Really good team. They're the best team in the NFL. And the defense gave them five sacks. Nick Bolton had the big pick. You know, he was great overall. I mean, he had 14 tackles, 10 were solo. I mean, they have a lot of, uh, they got a lot of guys who can fly on D. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, right? Like Trent McDuffie, the corner. Uh, they got a lot of young players I really, really like. And, um, you know, Kansas City right now is in the driver's seat to get home field and go back to the Super Bowl as far as I'm concerned. Um, the Bills need them to lose a game, kind of the way that the Bills lost a game, you know, losing to the Jets, losing to the Vikings. Um, you know, but the Bills, obviously, if the Chiefs lose one, um, you know, the Bills would have to still win out to get that tiebreaker, uh, which it's really hard. It's a tough ask. Uh, so you're hoping that the Chiefs can maybe lose two and the Bills lose only only one more. Um, I don't know if that's possible. They do have the Rams at home, which is a win, uh, but they go at Cincy. That's a tough game. At Denver, at Houston, home for Seattle, tough game there. Home for Denver, at Vegas. I don't see the Chiefs losing any more than one game. So, you know, the way they're playing right now, no Tyreek Hill, no problem, right? I mean, good grief. All right, so there's your Week 11 recap in the NFL the show is brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner, MyHotTub.com, Carvel of North Syracuse, and Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. Make sure you stop by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare today. Bring your pup for a day of play while you're at work. You can even bring them for a couple of day excursion while you're on a short vacay. Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, they uh, will wash and groom your dog there as well. It's the best daycare place in central New York, bar none. Maria and her staff are fantastic. Make sure you stop by 
Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Coming up next, I'm going to give you my Week 12 NFL preview. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four-packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! And away we go here on the ML Sports Platter. It's a Week 12 recap. Again, if you're just kind of skipping through and and whatnot, I did my Week 11 recap. I'm going to do my Week 12 preview right now. Um, Just kind of rope these things uh, all into one. And uh, we start right away with the Thanksgiving games. Um, Bills and Lions at 1230. And this was just a weird, weird last couple weeks for the Bills. And I had said this a little bit earlier about, you know, the Bills. I mean, pockets of the area, the South Towns, as they call them, just getting murdered with snow. I mean, Hamburg got almost seven feet. You had other areas getting, you know, three, four, five feet. You saw a bunch of social media posts by Bills players. Uh, The City of Good Neighbors, a bunch of guys got out, you know, a bunch of players, thanks to neighbors. Uh, Josh Allen being one of them and made sure on the CBS telecast that that person got recognition. Um, so it's just a wild week, man. The Bills are favored by nine as they come back to Detroit for another game. And I'm going to take the Bills in this game, riding the hot hand, riding the balanced offense and the defense that I think can overwhelm, um, the, the, the Lions run game with Williams and company, DeAndre Swift. I, I think that the Bills defense will be, be able to do enough against the run game much like they did against Chubb and much like they did against Derrick Henry Monday Night Football in Buffalo weeks back. If they can do that, Jared Goff, who has had a pretty respectable year, uh, he is still prone to making some mistakes. So I would like to see in this game Leslie Frazier bring more pressure. I know he hasn't blitzed a lot this year, but when you saw some of the blitzing against Cleveland where they brought the corner, you know, two guys, one from each end, you know, coming up and getting after it. That one play where Matt Milano came from the right, Taron Johnson came from the left. Like, those kind of plays, the disguising and all the rest, but getting edge players, speed players, ball hawk players on the ends, rushing, I think that's a great thing. I think Devin Singletary and James Cook get a ton of touches. I think Naheem Hines finally gets in the act a little bit. I think probably he should be a slot receiver at this point. Isaiah McKenzie has done nothing for the Bills this year. I'm going to take the Bills. I think it'll be a little close here, you know, for a little while, and then I think the Bills pull away. I would not bet the Bills, though. I I would bet the Lions. Uh, The Bills are favored by nine. I'm going to pick them by seven, 28 to 21. Meanwhile, no, I can't pick them 28-21. That would mean that you know, Tyler Bass doesn't probably get a field goal in this game. He's got to get at least one field goal, right? Bass money in Detroit? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll I'll, mm, I'll pick him by uh what do I want to pick him by now? Let's go, let's go 30. Let's go no, let's go 27. Let's go 27 to 20. 27-20. Right, because that gives me three touchdowns and two field goals. Yeah, that's better. Twenty-seven to twenty, Bills win over the Lions. Giants at the Cowboys. This is a game I am so fired up for because I want to see how the Giants respond after losing to Detroit. And this is the first part of that gauntlet of the schedule I talked about earlier. The key here, of course, can Saquon get going early against a Cowboy defense that is so good, so tough. I'm going to say. 
the Cowboys win this game by double digits. They're favored by nine. I would bet the house on them. I'm going to go 31-14. to 14. I think the Cowboys really, really take it to the Giants. They're going to be at home. Dak continues to just look better and better and healthier and healthier. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Cowboys at home. I think CeeDee Lamb has a big game. What a great player he is. Uh, he's on pace for an 1,000-yard season, easily over that, actually. So I'll, I'll go Dallas at home in this game big. Patriots over, uh, Patriots at the Vikings, I should say. This is a very difficult game for Minnesota because one of the best defenses in football comes in, and the Vikings have to rebound, man. They just got slaughtered by the aforementioned Cowboys, and they've got Cousins, they've got Cook, they've got Jefferson, but is this the time when people are starting to figure out some things with the Vikings uh, on tape, right? The Cowboys slaughter them. Maybe the Patriots use some of that. Mm, I think it's a close game. I think Minnesota gets a late field goal and wins, but I'm not going to be surprised if New England goes in and they literally take the ball away for long stretches, play great defense, get that big special teams play, and pull out a win. I'm not going to be surprised by that. I am going to take Minnesota, but I'm doing it hesitantly. I'm going to go 23. No, is it going to be that high scoring? Yeah, let's go 23 to... Uh, let's go 23-20. Because I think the Patriots can move the ball on the Vikings' defense as well. Buccaneers at the Browns. Brutal game here. Buccaneers had the week off last week. They go into Cleveland. Simply put, Tom Brady, two weeks of prep versus Jacoby Brissett. That's all there is to it. I like the way the Bucs' defense is playing right now. They've got guys flying around, obviously. Levante David, Devin White, all those guys. I, I think Tampa Bay gets this thing done. Um, the key will be, I mean, look, they can't run the football, and the offensive line has been absolutely atrocious. Um, so let's see if they can get something going there and, and allow Brady, you know, to work off the play action and all the rest. And Tom Brady right now has 2,800 plus yards. I mean, for all the stuff about him playing horrible, he has 12 touchdowns in those numbers. Uh, they do need more out of Fournette. They need more out of Rashad White. Uh, they got to get those guys going. Uh, and, and like I said, I, I like the way the defense is playing right now. Um, just a really, really, really tough unit. Uh, Vita Vea is having a great year. I mean, this is a team that defensively is really, really playing well and uh, attacking the ball and taking the ball away. And listen, when the Tampa Bay defense is taking it away, you're in trouble. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay in Cleveland uh, with the win. Uh, the Buccaneers are favored by three. I got them by five, 26 to 21. All right, moving right along, we've got, a, I think, uh, just a, a dud game in Miami. Um, they're favored by 12 over the Texans. I think the offense is just going to be overwhelming for the Texans' defense. I don't know how they're slowing them down. Miami's favored by 12. I'm going to, I bet the house on them. I don't bet, but I would. Uh, let's take them by 27 points in this game. I mean, I, I, I just don't think this is going to be that close. Uh, 31 no, th well, 30, 30, 31-7. We'll, 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 we'll pick them by 24. Um, Tonga Viola, the running game, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. good luck. Bears at Jets, it all comes down to Justin Fields. If Justin Fields plays, they have a really good chance. If he doesn't, the Jets win it. I think the Jets, though, win it either way, actually. Uh, they're favored by 4.5. I'll pick them close, 17-14 to 14 in this game. Uh, Zach Wilson needs a rebound game, big time. Falcons are at the Commanders. Washington's favored by four. I would bet the house on that. And Washington's a hot team right now at six and five, eyeing the playoffs. If they win this game, they're seven and five. I think they get it done. I like the offense right now. McLaurin and Gibson and Heineke guiding them. They get Chase Young back. The defense is flying. I mentioned that way early in the show. Give me Washington in this game. Low scoring affair, 16 to 13. Broncos at Panthers. Condolences to anybody who has to cover that. Denver is favored by two and a half. This comes down to the home team for me. I mean, I can't believe 
that I'm picking against Russell Wilson. I did not see it happening with Russell Wilson just collapsing like this. I mean, I, I don't think that he's like all the way finished. I don't know how much it has to do with Nathaniel Hackett. I'd like to see them fire him and then bring somebody else in. This is not the Russell Wilson we know, and I'm, I'm not convinced that he's dead. But man, right now he looks like shit. Panthers, I'm going to take him at home. I am. I'm going to go 2017 over the Broncos. Ravens at Jaguars, this should be a one-sided affair. Too much defense for the Ravens. They're just an overall blended better team. They're also 7-3. and three. They're also catching fire. They have Lamar Jackson. Uh, give me the Ravens on the road. They're favored by 4. I think they win by 14, 34-20 in a high-scoring game. I think Lamar goes off. Chargers at the Cardinals. Tough game here for the uh, L.A. Chargers. Uh, even though the Cardinals, you can never count on them. They're going to have to go up against some playmakers. And both head coaches are awfully... Awfully mediocre. I mean, you think about Brandon Staley and Cliff Kingsbury. Give me a break. Um, I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to go Arizona. I mean, call me crazy, but I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them 30-17 to 17 in this game. I don't know. I just have a weird feeling. Raiders at the Seahawks. The Seahawks were off last week. They're significantly the better team. Geno Smith and company, they have two weeks to prepare. Pete Carroll is usually pretty great when he gets extra preparation. Therefore, with the, with, with the 12th man, with Pete Carroll, with Geno Smith playing the way he is, I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks, and please, DK Metcalf, please score some points for me until Jamar Chase comes back in fantasy. Give me Seattle 23-21 in a close game. Close game. Rams at Chiefs, blowout. Chiefs are favored by 14.5. I should mention Seattle's favored by 3.5 over the Raiders. Uh, The Chiefs, 14.5, they're favored by. I got to tell you, I'd bet the house. I really would. I'd bet the house. I think they put up 40 in this game. I I do. Let's go 41 to 16. The Chiefs get it done over the Rams. They're the best team in football. I mean, this Pacheco kid running it, Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. I I just, I mean, they're the best team in football. How about Isaiah Pacheco, though, seriously, out of Rutgers? Seventh round pick, 251st overall in last, uh, this past draft. I mean, you have to be kidding me. He's so fast. How did somebody not see him? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's right. The Chiefs are better at drafting than basically 80% of the league. Saints at 49ers. 49ers, again, because they're home, I'll take them. I think they have the better roster. Uh, Either quarterback could make a bunch of mistakes, but uh, I'll go with the home team in in San Fran. They're favored by 4.5. I'll pick them in a low-scoring game in this one. Uh, 23 to 17. A um, couple more. Packers at Eagles. I mean, the Packers are dead, right? Absolutely dead. I'm going to take Philadelphia in this game. Uh, they barely got by the Colts. We know that they lost a week before to the Commanders. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna take Philadelphia at home. They're favored by seven. I bet the house on that one, too. Give me the Eagles by uh, 14 points, 31 to 17. I think Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, and Miles Sanders. Uh, all their players are better than the Packers players. The Packers just don't have enough firepower. They just don't. All right, final game, Steelers at Colts. Uh, Godspeed to anybody watching this game on Monday night because I, I probably will not even flip over. Uh, this game is pathetic. The Colts, this is a must-win game. Playoff lives are on the line. Steelers... Again, T.J. Watt's back and all the rest, but they're going through growing pains because they have Kenny Pickett. I think he is the quarterback of the future, but they're going through some growing pains. They have Pickens, a great wide receiver, 
they've really, really got to, uh, you know, figure out, uh, you know, how to draft and get some more pieces around him. Najee Harris is special, obviously, but, uh, you know, this is a total coin flip game. And uh, I'm going to go with the better running back in this game and Jonathan Taylor. Give me the Colts in a nail biter with a last second field goal, 16 to 14. They get it done over the Steelers. So there's your week 12 recap. Before that, it was your week, uh, excuse me, your week 12 preview. Before that, it was your week 11 recap. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, review. Hit me on YouTube, Mike L Sports. Subscribe there. And of course, on Twitter, at Mike L Sports for as long as it's around, by the way. And we are brought to you by Burn Dairy, Bowers & Company, CPAs, Jam and & Beats, and our great, great friends over at Maple Downs Senior Living Community. Make sure that you, uh, look, if you have a, a, a loved one who's a little bit older, needs a little bit of a, a change in their life, um, this place is incredible. Uh, they've got so many awesome, awesome options as far as rooms are concerned. Uh, all the meals are included. Room service is included. Uh, you name it, it's there. Uh, and you can go visit them online as well at HolidaySeniorLiving.com. It's a friendly, active senior living community in Fayetteville, just minutes from downtown Syracuse. And, uh, again, just great, great stuff, awesome amenities. They've got a, uh, a game room. Uh, they've got a movie room. They've got, uh, you know, arts and crafts. They have music coming uh, to the place pretty much every week. They have ice cream socials. Uh, it's just an amazing place, I'm telling you. Maple Down Senior Living Community, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a quick tip of the cap thank you as well to your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, and friends of the ML Sports Platter, the Swan and Whitaker families. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.